Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. Royals win. Royals take the homestand. Right back-to-back series wins here at Kauffman Stadium. A fifth straight victory. Let's talk about it, Kansas City. The phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. A 4-0 victory, and the Royals go for the sweep of not just the Mets, but the sweep of the homestand tomorrow right here on 610 Sports Radio. Let's talk about these red-hot boys in blue. Let's talk about the hottest team in Major League Baseball. Why not, right? Why not? Text line is there for you. The phone number again, 913-586-7610. Royals shut out the Mets. It's the Royals' fifth shutout of the season. And whenever you shut out your opponent, you know where this show is going to start. Pitching and defense. And, of course, we're going to start with Cole Reagans, the 25-year-old, the prize of this year's trade deadline acquisitions, proves why he was the prize. Six innings of shutout baseball. Six innings, seven hits, only one walk and eight punchouts as Cole Reagans earns his first win in blue. Angel Zerpa, the stoic, strike-throwing 23-year-old that we've been waiting for. I know I've been waiting for him. Hasn't pitched in the big leagues in more than a year. Happy to see him back. Happy to see him face six batters and retire uh, six batters. He faced the minimum through through two innings of work. So we give some love to Angel Zerpa. We give some love to Cole Reagans. We give some love to the Royals' defense. Drew Waters throwing out a would-be scorer at the dish to finish off the sixth inning. The Royals' 25th outfield assist on the season. That's most in Major League Baseball. Michael Massey had a nice night defensively. As well, this game was pitching and defense, and those are normally the most enjoyable type of games. But here's my question for you. Now that we have the trade deadline in the rearview mirror, now that we have not just a winning streak in our back pocket, but a five-game winning streak, something that the 2022 Royals never did, never won five in a row, Now that we have our winning streak, 
Now that we're past the trade deadline and Barlow and Yarbrough and Quas and Lopez are all elsewhere, now that's, again, the prize of the trade deadline, Cole Reagans, now that he's in the rotation for good, do you feel any different? A very open-ended question, but I'm curious. Do you feel any different about this team, this season, this organization, this front office, this coaching staff? Because I've heard it from all of you all season long about one of those five aspects of Kansas City baseball. This team, this season, front office, coaching staff, organization. I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you're a bad fan if a bad fan if you don't feel any different. If you dismiss this five game winning streak, that's your prerogative. I'm not going to dismiss it because I'm the guy that has been clamoring for a winning streak. I'm the guy that's been embarrassed to acknowledge the fact that the Royals were the only team in baseball without a winning streak. Well, now they got one. And if you were listening to the On Deck show earlier today, I went over last year's trade deadline. Because instead of giving a grade for J.J. Piccolo in the front office about this year's trade deadline, which, by the way, is foolish to do, we've only seen one of the acquisitions pitch or perform at the big league level, and that, of course, the aforementioned Cole Reagans. But if you were listening to the On Deck Show, you, you heard me go over last year's trade deadline, and I think J.J. Piccolo, uh, a year removed of the five trades that he made, I think, or excuse me, of the six trades that he made, I think he won four of them. I think he lost one of them. And then the other one, I think that L is hung on the previous regime. I think the Whit Merrifield trade, that's loss or push or whatever you want to call it. I feel like we lay that at the feet of Dayton Moore in the previous regime. But now that we know who's going to be on this squad for the, 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 the final 53 games of the season, we're now into the final third of 2023. I'm curious, do you feel any different about this team, about this organization, front office, or coaching staff? Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Royals win 4 to nothing. We're going to hear from Cole Reagans. He said he would call in after this game, so we'll hear from tonight's uh, winning pitcher, but I want to hear from you first. Again, 913-586-7610. Quick timeout. We get to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Join us for 610 Day at the K, Tuesday, August 29th, 610 Sports Radio. All right, welcome back. It is a final from Kauffman Stadium. Royals victorious. They should. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Cut out the New York Mets and they win a fifth straight game. Final score, four to nothing. As promised, the winning pitcher tonight. Boy, did he spin a gem. The 25-year-old lefty Cole Reagans picks up win number one in Royal Blue. Six shutout frames, seven hits, one walk, and eight strikeouts. Uh, Cole, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Great job tonight, man. Let me first and foremost just offer my congratulations on a dominant performance. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you all for having me on. How would you describe the emotion that you took out there on the mound tonight compared to your Royal debut a few weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd say a few weeks ago, a little more nerves running out for the first. Tonight, my nerves, I kind of got them out of the way uh, before I got outside to the game. So, uh, you know, go out there. I mean, have Salvi behind the plate. Just, you know, trust him and, you know, what he called. I tried to execute to the best of my ability. He's one of the best. Do you think the, the, the tempo that you pitched with tonight is more in line of you know, what you hope to do moving forward? Because, man, there was just no goofing around. It's the previous half inning is over. Here comes Cole Reagans. Give him the ball. He's ready to throw. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm ready to get out there and, you know, compete and do, do the best I can to give my team a chance to win. How would you describe this team? Uh, you're still learning the guys. You're still getting the feel of the clubhouse. Uh, describe to the fan base what, what that clubhouse feels like right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, a, a lot of young guys. I mean, there's a lot of us, but uh, I think we all have the uh, same mentality that, you know, go out there every night and give it our all and, you know, try to win. That's the, that's the, the point of going out there every night is to, you know, give it everything you have and try to win. Cole, I think everybody's what, what is pretty... It? I apologize. I apologize. I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious what it means to you to have an organization believe in you the way that the Royals do. Not, not that the Texas Rangers didn't, but the Royals set out to acquire you, put you in the rotation, and hopefully have you in this rotation for years to come. What, what, what does that mean to the ball player inside of you? Yeah, I mean, that obviously makes me feel good. Um, you know, makes me. I mean, I go out there every time and. Give it my all. I mean, obviously, the trade happened, and the Royals, you know, wanted me in return. So I, I've every time I step on the mound in a Royals uniform, I I try to give it my all, and you know, give the team a chance to win the game. Two more questions for you, Royals winning pitcher Cole Reagans. What was working so well tonight? Because you pick up eight strikeouts, 
and it looks like you used every single pitch in your tool belt to punch dudes out. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I've been working on a slider for the past few weeks, and it's it's come along, so it's definitely helped when facing the lefties. I used it to righties too, but uh, it's definitely helped when facing the lefties. Just something that's different than the fastball and cutter. Um, so it's definitely helped. I had to, you know, I, I felt like I, I used the curveball well. Um, the changeup obviously helped a lot. Um, it kind of just landing everything in the strike zone kind of, I guess you could say helped help them have to honor all the pitches so I could mix, you know, Salvi helped me mix well. Um, like I said, he, he made the decision easy. He just called the pitch and I tried to execute it to the best of my ability. Can you expand on that as far as Salvi is concerned? All you've really known this season are all-star catchers from Jonah Heim in Texas <laughs> to Salvador Perez in Kansas City. What, what makes Salvi special in your time around him so far? Uh, I mean, this is the first time throwing to him, but, uh, I mean, every pitch he called, I felt like he, he tunneled everything really well. You know, um, it just it, – it, everything made sense. Like, there was a reason behind it. You know, he, he would let me know the location – um, he's he's a big target back there, so it makes it really easy. He's really good defensively, so it's, uh, I don't have to worry about you know if I throw one in the dirt. I know you know he's he's got a gold glove. It's he's got one for a reason. So uh, he just he makes it, everything in general just super easy. Cole, great job tonight. I can't express to you just how fired up this fan base is for what could be a strong young core moving forward with yourself right in the middle of it great job tonight and we'll see you in the clubhouse tomorrow morning thank you thank you all for having me yes indeed cole reagan's tonight's winning pitcher and again the prize of this year's trade deadline now i hope again guys i hope that the 21 year olds that you got from the padres i hope that the 17 year old that you got from the rangers the infielders that you got from the Los Angeles Dodgers. I hope the 24-year-old outfielder that you got for the Cubs. I hope those guys become stars. I hope they are key contributors for the Royals, whether that's uh, on the field at the big league level or that's as a part of a trade moving forward for the Royals. But they got... They got work to do if they're going to catch up to where Cole Reagans is. Again, Cole Reagans has now made two starts against Tampa and against the Mets and has pitched very well, well above average in each of the two. And for as much as Daniel Lynch showed this season, for as much as Chris Bubich showed early this season, I don't know if I can count on them opening day of 2024. I believe in both of their talents, but injury-wise, I don't know if I can count on them. I'm hoping I can count on Cole Reagans. Hoping to have a lefty in the top three of your rotation in 2024. I know he made me feel good tonight. I'm curious, has this team, has this organization, this coaching staff, this front office, this collection of talent, have they made you feel any different as they now find themselves winners of five straight phone lines are open 913-586-7610 again that's 913-586-7610 tyler was at the game tonight he's leaving kaufman stadium tyler let me get your thoughts on this four nothing royals win well it was a pretty sweet win thanks for taking the call Vern. Uh, pretty sweet because players aged 26 or younger for the royals combined to pitch 
eight shutout innings, drive in all four runs, and score all four runs. So we will take that any night we can get it, um, especially to piggyback on what was already a nice little winning streak. Uh, to answer your question, I'll focus first on J.J. Piccolo and this Royals front office you know, making some of the moves that I don't think the previous regime would have pulled the trigger on over the past few seasons. And you know, looking at the Royals organization as a whole, they're starting pitching tonight from top to bottom all the way down to low A Columbia. 30 and a third innings pitch, six earned runs, 37 strikeouts, and accounting for nearly half of that were Cole Reagans and Chandler Champlain, two guys that J.J. Piccolo himself acquired over these past two deadlines. Champlain now has an ERA of 104 in 26 innings over his last four starts in AA Northwest Arkansas. That's fantastic. And Reagans, man, that was fun to watch tonight because not only did he have – the pitch mix working eight strikeouts, but in the first inning, the third inning, and the fifth inning, he faced some combination of Francisco Alvarez, Francisco Lindor, and Pete Alonso, three above average right hand big league bats yep. with two men on base. And every single time he shut them down. Oh, for that's, five. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's excellent to see from him. But hey, like you always say, nice job, Cole Reagans. Now go do it in front of three times as many people as Fenway Park on Monday. So great to see him do his thing. Great to see Angel Zerpa back on a big league mound for the first time in over a year. And, hey, let's see if that, that roster, roster turnover you've been talking about for these last few weeks, the next step in evaluating J.J. Piccolo in the front office, let's see if with the new pitching opportunities that have opened up with Ryan Yarbrough and Jose Quas's departure, let's see if we can create some of that roster turnover from within. I'm excited to see. Who can step up and fill in some of these roles? Cole Reagan's heck of a start. Great phone call. Wow, Tyler. Appreciate it. Uh, Boy, not going to have any of you guys follow that. So let me tell you that during this five-game winning streak, Royals starting pitchers, 3-0 with a 2-2-5 ERA. 30 strikeouts in 28 innings. 30 strikeouts in just five walks. Royals win four to nothing. Phone lines are open for you, and the text line is there as well. 913-586-7610. That's the Jay Southland Tow Service text line. 913-586-7610. From the 816, Vern Cole Reagans looks like a solid pickup. We got him for a rental player, and he figures to factor in the rotation next year. Vern, they maxed him, they maximized. What little trade assets they had. I'm proud of them, and I'm hopeful that this regime continues moving forward. Signed, Zach Inley Summit. Man, Tyler said it all in that phone call. The stat he gave about the offense, about the pitching throughout the organization. If you were listening to the On Deck Show, I mentioned it moments ago. Looking back at last year's trade deadline, Whit Merrifield, Cam Gallagher, Emmanuel Rivera, Carlos Santana, these are the guys that you moved. And again, I you traded away Andrew Benatendi to the New York Yankees for two months. Two months of Andrew Benatendi netted you three pitchers, including... The name that Tyler gave you, Chandler Champlain. 
who tonight continued to deal. You, you heard the ERA that Tyler gave you. Uh, but eight strikeouts across six innings tonight for Chandler Champlain. Uh, Carlos Santana, right? We didn't think the Royals would be able to get anything for Carlos Santana. They turned him into a pair of pitchers, including 24-year-old William Fleming, a 6'6 righty who's made a pair of starts since being promoted to double-A, and he's got an ERA under two. So the Ben Attendee trade, that's a win. At least one year removed, that's a win. The Carlos Santana trade somehow is a win. Okay, with Merrifield, like I said, I'm going to lay that at the feet of the previous regime because Merrifield stunk last season, and everyone in the world knew he wanted out. Other teams had you over a barrel when it came to Merrifield. The return that you got for Witt, to me, speaks more to speaks more to the fact that they should have moved him earlier. Uh, should have moved him in 2020, 2019, 2021. Because Merrifield's an all-star in top 10 in baseball and batting average this season. Okay, the Emmanuel Rivera trade for Luke Weaver. Okay, that, that, that to me is the loss. That's the miss. Cam Gallagher got you Brent Rooker. Brent Rooker was an all-star this season. I know they ended up letting him go, but that's still a win. And then you traded a draft pick to the Atlanta Braves for Drew Waters. Waters tonight draws a walk and hits his fifth home run of the season. Waters sees three straight sliders there in the bottom of the eighth. And the last two are in the exact same spot, down and over the plate. He didn't miss it. Home run number five for Drew Waters, who had a nice all-around night. Not only that big fly, but throwing the uh, would-be first run of the game for the New York Mets. Throws him out at the plate. Throws Vientos out for the final outs in Cole Reagan's evening. Now keep in mind, sixth inning, it's a 3 nothing game. I don't know how you guys watched this game, but I was nervous throughout because there were so many missed opportunities just in the first two innings. Bases loaded, two outs. To me, the Royals should have put at least five on the board in the first two frames. Thankfully, Michael Massey picked up Salvador Perez in the first, but Matt Duffy's unable to really turn this into a laugher early. Royals have two on and nobody out in the second inning, and MJ Melendez strikes out, Salvador Perez strikes out, and Michael Massey flies out. So the Royals stranded five men on base in the first two innings. I really thought that that was going to come back to bite them. But Cole Reagans and Angel Zerpa had other plans, pitched their tails off. Again, as Tyler said, eight innings of shutout baseball. All right, I think that's long enough. One of you can try and follow what we just heard there from Tyler leaving Kauffman Stadium. Let's go to Connor in Kansas City. Connor, you're on 610 Sports Radio. As the boys shut out the Mets for nothing. Hey, Vern, I'm just uh, feeling real good after watching Cole Reagan's deal tonight. And uh, I got to say, J.J. Piccolo really surprised me this trade deadline. I've been pretty hard on him this year. But uh, I think he got a lot for not that much. Giving up Quas, getting a major league caliber outfielder, getting a solid 
Arm, who was a third-round pick just a year ago for Barlow. We'll see. I think he did a lot of great things at the deadline, and I've been his biggest critic this year. So it's nice to see us being a little more transactional. Let me ask you this. What, what surprised you about this deadline? You, you say you were surprised by J.J. What, what in particular? I was just surprised that he was able to get what I feel like is a decent haul for guys that weren't performing that well this year. Gotcha. Uh, okay, no, that's that's a fair point. Appreciate it, Connor. You know, the the only thing I I, I I just don't know how you call it a decent return. Now, this isn't a knock. This this, this is just more of a. Well, I, I, nobody has patience. I, I understand that. Um, yeah, okay, Scott Barlow hasn't performed well over the past few weeks. The Royals net a pair of 21-year-old right-handers for Scott Barlow. Um, one of them was one of the top 10 prospects in the Padres system. He's now one of the top 10 prospects in the Royal system. So I understand that sounds nice. But it's meaningless. Now, Salvador Perez wasn't a top 30 prospect. Kelvin Herrera wasn't a top 30 prospect. Those prospect rankings are garbage more times than not. They're, They're just for bozos like me to have something to talk about. Now, maybe this is just me and and this is another example of me being a bozo, but you ever go back and look at, you know, like the 2014 top prospects for the Kansas City Royals? Do you guys ever do that? Just you're bored one day and you're like, hey, let me go see who were the top 30 prospects for the Royals in 2016. You ever do that? No, just me. All right. Well, do that. Do that next time you're really bored. You'll understand that these rankings are stupid. They're stupid. Now, I, I, I hope that these young men that the Royals acquired at the deadline, I hope that they all pan out. I do. I did see a statistic that said 3% of the prospects that are traded at the deadline end up contributing to their big league club that acquired them. 3%. So I, I, I just don't get excited until a year from now. August 2nd, 2024, let's reconvene and we'll go over the Quas trade, the Barlow and Yarbrough trade. We'll go over the Chapman trade. We'll talk about it all. But I appreciate the phone call. That, that's what I'm looking for. And just because I feel this way doesn't mean that you need to feel that way. Or just because I feel this way doesn't make me right. That's just my opinion. That's how I feel about the trade deadline. That's how I feel about the draft. I don't care what your grade is in the moment. Let's go ahead a year or two, and now let's go back and grade it. But my question for you after this shutout victory, the fifth shutout of the season, the fifth straight win for this ball club, is is do you feel any different? Connor says, yeah, I feel different about this front office. Says he's been J.J. Piccolo's biggest critic. And he was really impressed with the trade deadline. It's commendable, Connor. 
Most people don't call. Most people just go, oh, you know, whatever, Vern. No, so I, I, I give you credit for owning it, for admitting, hey, disagreed with them, but I can give credit where credit is due. You're a big man, Connor. How about the rest of you? You feel any different about this team, about this season, coaching staff, front office, organization as a whole? 913-586-7610. Let's go back to the phone calls. Again, 913-586-7610. Let's go to Joey in Kansas City. Joey, you're next up on the postgame show. Go ahead. Hey, Vern. Um, I was... You know, really happy with Reagan's today, and it was good to hear from him on the broadcast, and I think he's going to be a real fit here in Kansas City, and he seems to love it already, and that just made me more than happy. And But watching our farm system develop arms has really struggled recently, and I was wondering, like, almost what your thoughts were, and I mean, I have my own thoughts, but developing arms versus bringing arms in that are already developed, if that it might be the new system for us because we can develop bats. We're hitting the ball well. We've hit the ball well a good amount of the season. But, you know, really developing arms hasn't been our strong suit ever since for a long time, really. But Reagan's an arm that's already developed, came into the bigs, and is shoving so far, and I think I plan on him continuing to do that. But um, it's just been good to see him do well and – I'm wondering if that's even a new thought process for Piccolo. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, no, nah, t- to me, that that seems... Well, first of all, I-, I don't believe that Cole Reagans is already developed. If he was already developed, he, he would have been, right? Wouldn't he have been in the Rangers rotation? Eh, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. You know, they, they, they spent a lot of money. You know, they, they had plenty of other options. Okay, so, so yeah, okay, you know what? I'll give you that, yeah. Um, but to the question of sh- should they focus on guys that are already developed? Uh, no, no, because you, you can't get ahead doing that because how many teams are willing to part with an already developed arm? You know, those are normally called free agents or... Uh, big leaguers, right? You know, what, what, uh, a pitcher that's already developed is in the big leagues. And I would imagine he's pitching well or else why would you want him? So you're basically asking, uh, go out and sign uh, 4A pitchers or guys that are already in the big leagues. Yeah, th- that, that'd be nice. That's easier said than done. Um, but to me, that's like just patching your roof when you know you need a new roof. No, you got to tear it all off. You got you to make sure this, this house, this roof is going to last for the next 30 years. You got to make sure that this organization is going to be able to thrive for the next decade. That it's not going to be dependent on other organizations to provide you with pitching. No, you need pitching to come from within. You need to be able to uh, sustain success, and the only way to do that is to consistently draft and develop quality pitching. That's what Cleveland's doing. Cleveland's doing it at such a high clip. They trade away in Aaron Savali when they're half a game out of first place. 
And as far as the Royals' struggles to uh, develop pitching, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, 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 I don't feel like getting in that debate again. I'm not defending them and say that they've done a great job de- uh, developing pitching, sure. Um, but I don't think many teams do a really good job of developing pitching. I think there's three, maybe four organizations that stand out. Right, Tampa, Cleveland, the Dodgers. Uh, There's one more that's escaping me. But, yeah, there's four franchises out of the 30 in Major League Baseball that I think do an exceptional job. Let's say four do a good job, maybe four do a terrible job, and then the other 22 are in the middle. But if you're following this minor league Uh, The minor league affiliates, if you're following them closely, you're you're seeing a lot of quality progression from young arms. I mentioned the newly 24-year-old Chandler Champlain. Eight innings of two-run baseball tonight in double-A. Eight strikeouts and only one walk. Uh, You you go down another level. You go down to uh, high A, and you see, is that Tyson Guerrero? Six and a third shutout innings tonight. He strikes out six. He walks only one. He's a 24-year-old lefty that the Royals drafted two years ago in the 12th round. We could talk about Shane Panzini down in Lowe. He was on the mound tonight. He threw five innings of one-run baseball, striking out seven, picking up the win. Panzini's a guy that the Royals drafted two years ago in the fourth round. I'll be honest with you, up until we started... Uh, Cole Reagan's tonight. You know, but maybe right before Alec Marsh joined the rotation, I was more intrigued by the minor league pitching staff than I was the big league pitching staff. With all due respect to the great Zach Greinke and the pro that is Jordan Lyles or the ace of this staff in Brady Singer, with all due respect to those three, I feel like I know who they are. I wanted to know more about Ben Kuderna and Frank Mazzucato and Shane Panzini, Tyson Guerrero and Chandler Champlain. You go down to double A, even some bullpen arms at triple A. You're seeing the development improve when it comes to this pitching staff. Now that ultimately needs to trickle up or find its way up to the big leagues and we need to see uh, consistent quality performances from these young Royal starters, and tonight a great first step from Cole Reagans. Again, he's the winning pitcher. If you missed it, he called into the postgame show just about 20 minutes ago. If you ever miss a postgame show, you can uh, find the podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Just search All Things Vern. Let's go back to the phone calls. John in Overland Park. John, you're next up on the postgame show. Go ahead. Vern, thanks for taking my Hey, Vern, thanks for taking my call. Hey, yes, uh, I, you know, we've talked about it being an assessment here and all that. I think that, you know, with Pagola and all these guys, including the owner, I think this offseason is going to, going to be the biggest part. It's easy to say we spend a billion dollars on a stadium that's going to make you money in other ways, but are they going to increase the payroll and invest in some some more talent? Hopefully our, the talent we have now does does improve, but I think seeing is there going to be some some off season deals that are like this is going. 
in 2024 or at least 2025. You know what I mean? Got to. Got to. Yeah. Yeah. John, appreciate the phone call. There's no doubt about it. This offseason is when the big moves are going to come. Moves that I think you'll be able to grade right away. Because hopefully what you get in return is someone that's going to start opening day for you on the mound. Now you're going to have to part with something that you like. Salvi, Singer, one of these young bats that you like. Remember last time you got an opening day starter. The last time you brought in a stud via a trade. Well, that would be Johnny Cueto. I'm talking about James Shields. You had to part with something that you liked. Will Myers, Jake Odorizzi. If you want to get an opening day starter this season, who are you willing to part with? And like I've said countless times, if if we're going to truly call this an evaluation season, we all got to be prepared to live with the results and abide by the results. Royals have won five straight, still find themselves 41 games below 500. 53 games remain for names like MJ Melendez and Michael Massey and Nick Prado and Drew Waters and Kyle Isbell and Carlos Hernandez and Alec Marsh. 53 games remain for you to make your case that you need to be a part of the 2024 Royals. Not that you could be or or you should be or, well, I made a nice run there at the end. No, I want to know that you got to be a part of it. I got to have Bobby Witt Jr. Got to have Michael Garcia. Can I say this? I got to have Freddie Fermin. I feel like I got to have Drew Waters, too. I don't know if I'm putting anyone else in that mix just yet. That I got to have them. That I really don't want to trade them this offseason. Maybe there's someone else that you would throw into that group. You let me know. 913-586-7610. Again, text line is there as well. The J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. My game notes, as a matter of fact, are brought to you by J Southland Tow Service. Bobby Witt Jr. tonight goes two for four and drives in the third and only run of that second inning. Uh, gives the Royals a 3 nothing lead with his RBI single. Bobby Witt Jr. now over the course of his last 60 games is hitting 296, 17 stolen bases, and an OPS of 838. John, yes, I think big moves are coming. Roster overhaul is coming this offseason. I can't wait. I know some of you were excited with the trade deadline. We heard from uh, Connor earlier. Said, yeah, I was all fired up about the trade deadline. Made me think different about this front office. I'll join you this offseason. I think this offseason, this front office will make me feel very different. Let's go to Big T and Shawnee. Big T, you're on the postgame show as the Royals shut out the Mets for nothing. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you on that, Vern. Good stuff. Uh, Hey, Vern, before I answer your question and talk about the boys in blue and the winning streak in the, in the, in the game tonight, I want to give a shout-out to Nicky Lopez. I'm, gra- I'm glad he went to the, to the ATL. They're getting a, a good bench utility guy. That's a great team. I think he'll fit in nicely. 
Nicky was a, a, a great teammate. He played all those positions. Um, um, he never uh, 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 cried, bitched, or moaned. He just he just worked hard. And, and I, I tip my cap to Nicky Lopez, man. I, I'm rooting for him in, in Atlanta in the postseason. When I heard you're on deck show, uh, and uh, you had uh, Samad Taylor's interview from the Cody and Gold. He was talking about Nicky Lopez. What a you know how he, he can lean on him and give him advice and and he kind of showing the ropes. You know, so Nicky, he's just a a great human being and just a good dude. Um, so Vern, to answer your question, man, uh, yeah, yeah, those the calls tonight are great. Uh, uh, the, the, I heard you talk about Piccolo and giving him his grade from last year. I agree upon that grade. That's a good B, B minus. I would agree with that. I think we need to calm down and relax a little bit on the on the trades this year because they're, we really don't know how these guys are going to pan out. Nobody does. Baseball's so fickle, but uh, uh, we'll see what's going to happen. I think this time next year we can assess that and give him a, a grade on that, Piccolo. So good job. And, and then, you know, tonight – uh, you're, you're seeing a little bit of return on, on Piccolo already on that trade. That Cole Reagan's kid, he, I, I'm going to pencil him in, in our lineup, man, for next year. And the well, rest he's made of two year. starts. He's made two starts, Big T. You're already putting him in the rotation next year. Yeah. Who else do we got right now, Vern? I, I'm just trying to think of a guy. And he's well, a if all it Luke. takes is two starts, well, then I could put Daniel Lynch back in there. I, I could well, put Daniel on Hal Zerpa in there. I mean, we could throw anybody in there if two yeah, starts is Lynch all it is takes. Hurt. Daniel Lynch is hurt, but I'm just talking about a guy who has potential, and I think he is a possibility we could see him moving forward. And then tonight, you mentioned Bobby Witt. He he did. 30th stolen base tonight. Uh, Waters, nice nice assist at the plate, and and, and a good at bat. Big T, appreciate the phone call. I, I, I got to yeah. add something to that. Thanks for the phone call. As far as Bobby Witt Jr. ripping that 30th bag, how about this statistic? Now, I, I mentioned a few days ago, uh, when, you know, Bobby hits the walk-off grand slam against the Twins and then the very next day has another four-hit day. Bobby had a 48-hour span that hadn't been duplicated since uh, Willie Mays did it back in 1958. Now, Bobby and Willie Mays. Willie Mays is, is my goat. Now, okay, well, well Shohei Otani's in a different class, but... Of mortal baseball players, I think Willie Mays is the greatest of all time. So Bobby being in the same class as Willie Mays, man, that stopped me in my tracks the other day. Now, I understand the younger generation of baseball fan, your GOAT is probably Barry Bonds. Well, Bobby tonight did something that hasn't been done since your boy Barry Bonds, and that is start your career with back-to-back seasons with at least 15 home runs and 30 stolen bases. It hasn't been done since the great Barry Bonds back in 1987. How about that? Bobby Witt's 30th stolen base. He's the fourth man in baseball to reach 30 bags. Royals win 4 to nothing. We'll take a quick timeout and get back to your thoughts after this. Firm's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Right-hander deals, a shot down the right field line, hooking in the corner and off the very top of the fence. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's going to score, too. Massey comes through. He recognized the very first pitch was the hittable pitch for him, and boy, did he crank it there from Michael Massey picks up Salvador Perez and makes sure that the Royals come away with something in that first inning a two-run two-out double from Michael Massey who since the all-star break has an OPS north of 750 so that put the Royals up to nothing that was all they needed they would go on to win four to nothing but Cole Reagans throws six shutout innings in his second start as a Royal Angel Zerpa throws two shutout innings of relief in his 2023 big league debut. And Taylor Clark shuts it down in the ninth inning. Nice defensive evenings from Drew Waters, Michael Massey, and Salvador Perez. And a fifth straight victory for your boys in blue, the hottest team in Major League Baseball. A lot to get to on the text line. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, I want to go to Steve in Kansas City. You're on the postgame show on 610 Sports Radio. What's going on, Stephen? Hey, happy Wednesday, Vern. Hey, listen, Vern, I'm going to talk as fast as I can because I know there's other callers. But just be patient with me. I just want to address a couple of things, Vern, okay? So, first of all, um, you asked about how we felt about, you know, the trades and things. And for me, I, I think it's stirred up a lot of energy uh, with this team. I think that, and I don't know how long it's going to last, but my point is is I think there's more of a sense of urgency now uh, with these folks psychologically. Whatever that trade did, I think something's happened here. We'll see how long that lasts. But, you know, Vern, here's a, and I hope you'll let me talk. Um, we'll here's the, the thing. Yeah, the, the thing that, that mind boggles me is that, Think about this, Vern. What what in the hell does the front office do anymore? And, and let's talk about the big picture. So the Mets and the Padres, they go out and spend all this money, get all the top players, and, and my God, they're struggling. And so if I'm sitting in that front office, I'm like, okay, I got my farm system, but you, you just never know what's going to work out. I mean, uh, and I, I'm overwhelmed by the thought of, Really, what really should we do? Should we go back to the farm system and develop everybody? I mean, I think that's what we did leading up to 2015, didn't we? A lot of those guys came up together. But mm-hmm. think about that, Vern. Free agency. Nobody stays anymore. So it's just like, my God, the, 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 um, the idea of a team staying together uh, for years is diluted. So I yes. guess my point, Vern, yeah, is happen. with the big picture, what, what the hell do you do? I mean, where do you turn? to get a ball club that can win. Money's not doing it. All the best players aren't doing it. Not doing it for the Mets, not doing it for the Yankees, not doing it for the Padres. Well, I mean, what do you think about that, Vern? Where really do we turn to get our team back to where we need to be with the way the system has become? Yeah, you you just explained why I would never want to be a general manager. Oh, Jesus, God. I mean, you and I have been talking now for – I don't know, eight years about all this stuff. And, and, yeah. and before we go, I do want to compliment you. You're, you're like a walking encyclopedia, man. Honest mm. to God, you, you, uh, you have great knowledge of this game, and I respect. Um, I just you know, have fast you... internet. I just have fast internet and a bunch of tabs open. That's all it is. 
<laughs> no, I don't believe that. But yeah, I mean, where where really do we go to get this team back to where we need to be? And um, but yeah, I mean, I do see a change with the energy. And I'll let you take it from here. Sure. Man. Well, I'll I'll say this, Steve. Yeah, the the days of. Uh, yeah. You know, you, thanks for the phone call. Where, where, where you know the lineup, and it's the same guys every single day in the same spot, and you're going to be able to recite that lineup for the rest of your life, like I can for that 2015 team, like many of you can with those uh, mid late 70s Royals ball clubs. Yeah, th- those days are done in a market like this. At least I think those days need to be done in a market like this for as much as I would love those days to return. You look at Tampa, you look up at the Cleveland guardians. It's about turning over your roster. Now you got to draft and develop like we're seeing uh, in Baltimore, Uh, but but we'll see what Baltimore does. We'll, We'll see if Baltimore goes the Atlanta route and that is sign them all, sign them all when they're young, Right, Atlanta's about as close as you're going to get to the same lineup every single day, same positions. Um, but in a market like this, right, we, we can't compare Kansas City to Atlanta. In a market like this, no, you, you need to trade Francisco Lindor if you're Cleveland. You need to trade Blake Snell if you're Tampa. You need to trade Evan Longoria if you're the Rays. You don't give Salvador Perez an $85 million contract. You don't give Alex Gordon a $60, $70 million contract. Those days are done, in my opinion. Um, So what do they do? They got to be right. It's so easy for me to say, um, but there's really no other answer. It's... Just like in the NFL, you got to get the quarterback position right. You got to have the head coach and the quarterback or you have no shot, in my opinion. In the NBA, you got to have that superstar. If you don't have a superstar, it's not happening. And in Major League Baseball, your general manager is either right or you're losing. Right? Royals won in 2015 because Dayton Moore was right in the James Shields, Wade Davis for Will Myers and Jake Odorizzi trade. He was right to part with those three lefties to bring in Jose, or excuse me, Johnny Cueto. He was right to part with Sean Manaya and bring in Ben Zobrist. He was right to stick it out with Gordo and Moose and Haas. Paid off. He was right. He was at the vanguard of, of, okay, I understand the 1990 Cincinnati Reds, but as far as building a pitching staff from the ninth inning up, he was right. He was ahead of the, he was ahead of the curve. Give him credit. And, and we did. Had a big old parade. He was a hero. Uh, still highly respected in the city. He's always going to be a Kansas City legend. But he hasn't been right in a while, and that's why he was ultimately shown the door. J.J. Piccolo's got to be right. Got to be right with the moves that he made at this year's deadline. Got to be right with the moves that you made in this year's draft. Got to be right in the moves that you make this offseason. Go back to last offseason. Aroldis Chapman, that worked out. Ryan Yarbrough, that worked out. Jordan Lyles is going to give you 170 innings. So, worst case scenario did not happen with Jordan Lyles. Sure. 
Uh, he, he, he was bad more often than good, but he still gave you innings. If he's five and dive and four innings and six runs, okay, that, that's worst-case scenario, and that's a loss. But I look at last year's trade deadline as a win for Piccolo. I look at this offseason as a win for Piccolo. Well, give me a year, we'll see what this deadline looks like. Give me a year, we'll see what this offseason looks like. But where does the organization go? They go wherever J.J. Piccolo takes them, and we're all hoping that he's right, because if he's not, he, like his predecessor, will be shown the door. That's just how it goes. Talked about it on the On Deck Show. You know, if you were the Cincinnati Reds GM in 2015, you got three lefties, three starting pitchers, left-handed starting pitchers under the age of 25 for a guy in Johnny Cueto that you're giving to Kansas City for two months. You got three left-handed starting pitchers for two months of Johnny Cueto. Uh, yeah, that guy was happy. Those lefties didn't amount to jack squat. That GM lost his job. It's a tough job. And with the financial restraints that J.J. Piccolo is saddled with, it's a darn near impossible job. And then there's Tampa, ruining it for everyone. Tampa and Cleveland. Cleveland, who just drafts and develops pitching at what I would assume is the highest clip in Major League Baseball. And then Tampa, who just consistently wins trades waiver claims, and those overlooked transactions always seem to benefit the boys down in Tampa. Thanks for the phone call, Stephen. Let's go to the J Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. We'll shout out our friends at Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley, Harley dealer in Kansas. All right, a lot of good stuff from the text line. Stefan's wondering if... Vinny Pasquantino's on my list of gotta have for next year. A few people asking about Vinny Pasquantino and, and why I didn't mention him. I said, you gotta have Bobby next year. Gotta have Michael. I think you gotta have Freddie for me. And I, I just, I, I want him in the clubhouse. I want him in the dugout. I want him behind the dish. I want Freddie for me. Feeling that way about Drew Waters. I'm not going to commit to that just yet. Uh, Vinny is an offensive machine. There's no doubt about it. And the improvements that he made at first base this season were noticeable. I, you guys know how I feel about Vinny Pasquantino. But no, I, I can't say that he's got to be here. Now, the only reason I'll say he's got to be here is because he's injured right now. And I... I I'd be interested to see if anyone would acquire him. Vinny's going to turn, what, 27 in October? He's a first baseman DH. He's a winning ball player. I mean, Vinny's a guy that could go to a winner and I think jump uh, right into the five spot of a winning ball club. You know, hit in the top six of a championship team. Uh, th- there are squads that would that would love to have the bat of Vinny Pasquantino. And I would entertain those overtures if they came your way. Love Vinny Pasquantino, would hate to see him leave, 
because he is everything that a manager, that a fan, that a general manager, that an owner would want. Great in the clubhouse, great in the dugout, great in the batter's box, great on the field, great in front of the microphone, great in front of the sponsors. He's just the perfect employee if you are a owner of a baseball team. So it would pain me to see him go, but I think he's very valuable. Brady Singer might be your most valuable trade chip this offseason. You know, save Bobby and Mike Hal. I, I, I wouldn't move those guys. But I would say Brady's your most, would be your most sought-after asset. Vinny might be number two, ahead of Salvador Perez. I go Singer one, Vinny two, Salvi three. Yeah, Carlos Hernandez maybe in the four spot. few more from the text line. From the 816, really feels like Waters and MJ can be, if they can be consistent, then you are just a piece or two in the lineup away from having a big league lineup. Yeah, yeah, but, but 816, we, we've been talking about that since spring training. Right, my X, Y, and Z, if these three players meet or exceed expectations, I expect the Royals to compete for the postseason. I do it every spring. This year, those three players were Drew Waters, Nick Prado, and Daniel Lynch. None of them were on the opening day roster, two because of injury, and then the other, Prado, who's now injured, started the season in Omaha. But yeah, look, uh, Garcia... Bobby and Vinny are big leaguers. Every day, put them in the lineup, put them in the top three of your lineup. They are big leaguers. They are players. You throw in Salvador Perez, and now we're four deep. And yeah, yeah, to your point, of course, yeah, you throw Drew Waters and MJ Melendez in there. Now we're talking about a six-deep lineup. You go out and you sign a veteran bat, you're seven deep. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big league lineup. That's a squad that can bang with anybody else in the division. Those are huge ifs, as you know. Huge ifs. Talking about Waters. Talking about Melendez. Drew Waters again with his fifth home run of the season. That capped the scoring, his solo bomb there in the eighth inning. Royals win 4 to nothing. A few more from the text line. Scott in Phoenix loves what he's seeing from Cole Reagans, hoping that the Royals are able to avoid 100 losses. To avoid 100 losses, the Royals would need to go 29-24 and 24 down the stretch. Is that possible? Of course. Would I bank on it? No. But I'll be rooting for it. Uh, from the 816, Vern, I'm embracing the evaluation season. Watching these young guys play sure has been fun. It's even more fun with games like the last five. Yeah, you're telling me. Um, what else do we got? Um, another one from the 816. Vern, I'm hoping this season can be chalked up to a team-wide sophomore slump. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I think that is wishful thinking. Because then how do you explain what Bobby's doing? How do you explain what Michael Garcia's doing? Bobby's in his sophomore season. Michael's in his rookie season. Michael, by the way, in his last 60 games, 60, hitting 288, 13 stolen bases, and an OPS of 745. 
Garcia tonight, three for four with a run scored. From the 913, Vern, is there any chance we get out of the cellar in the division? Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there's a chance. Royals right now are nine games back of the White Sox for fourth place. Uh, Fourteen and a half games back of the Tigers for third. Well, sadly, we've been in this position before where you can take solace in the fact that the Royals are young. Their lineup is young. Their rotation is starting to skew young. The bullpen is young. These guys have plenty to play for. 53 games for the rest of your life. Do you want to remain in the big leagues? Do you want to find solid footing in the show? Well, go earn it. Meanwhile, you look at Chicago. Aloy Jimenez and Luis Roberts. Tim Anderson still there. Yasmani Grandal is still there. Oh, I don't know what that team's playing for. I, I don't know. I don't know who's fighting for their life right now in Chicago. So I wouldn't be surprised if they absolutely free fall down the stretch and the Royals can play around 500. Yeah, it's possible to play nine games better than the White Sox. Yes, I think that is more. I think that's more likely than this team avoiding 100 losses. Following tonight's four nothing victory, the Royals are now 34 and 75. They go for the three-game sweep tomorrow. Right now, with this win, they are on pace to win 51 games this season. 51 and 111. So, yeah, yeah. I think triple digits are coming your way. Katie on the East Coast writes in, Michael Garcia needs a long-term contract tomorrow. That's not a bad idea. I don't know Michael Garcia's background, um, but I think he would be interested in it. Who knows? Scott in Kansas City. Vern, do you think? No, no, guys. uh, I I don't. I'm sorry, Scott. I, I don't think you can avoid 100 losses. I appreciate the optimism. I like you guys searching for something to strive for down the stretch. From the 620, Vern is Cole Reagan's for real. We'll find out. Again, I wish I had the answers. I wish I had the crystal ball. The kid looks good, two starts in, but so did Eric Skogland. Oh, that's unfair. I don't I don't mean to run over Eric Skogland like that. And, and no, Skogland wasn't 95-96, but we've seen a lot of guys pitch well for two games. Thankfully. Cole Reagans is going to have another eight, nine starts, 10 starts. We'll certainly feel one way or the other about the 25-year-old lefty before this season is complete. few more from the text line. My guy Raj in the Ozarks writes in, and I found out, Raj, I missed you. I got so caught up with the trade deadline yesterday, I was unable to make it out to craft and draft. I would have loved to have met you, shake your hand, and thank you for listening all season. Uh, But Raj writes in, Vern, surely we're not going to evaluate the final third of the season when our playoff chances are over the same way we evaluated the first two-thirds of the season. Uh, I'm with you, Raj. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you wholeheartedly. Especially when it comes to the guys that have been here. 
for the entire season, right? Cole Reagan's all I have to go off of is, is what he does in the final third. And I think you understand that, but, but sure, you know, MJ, Massey, Waters, Isbell, Prado, uh, Samad Taylor. The question I, <clears throat> the questions I have about them right now are going to be the same questions I have about them on opening day next year. So yeah, Raj, I'm with you. No, you got to take into account the lack of a certain big league pressure in these final 53 games. Now, it's the big leagues. They got 10, 15, 30,000 people in the ballpark. They're going to Fenway. They're going to Philly. They're going to be in a playoff chase against teams that are in it. But they're not in it. Their postseason life isn't on the line in that big at-bat in the eighth inning. I understand what you're saying, Raj, and I'm with you. That's why my only declarative sentences or declarative statements in this evaluation season are Bobby, Mike, Hal, Vinny, and Freddie Fermin. Those are the guys that have passed the evaluation season. Everyone else, I see the good, I see the bad, and I'll remember the good, and I'll remember the bad when I show up to surprise Arizona, hopefully, next February. Raj, appreciate the phone call. Brady Singer's on the hill tomorrow. He faces off with Carlos Carrasco. It's a 110 first pitch, and I'll be on the air with the on-deck show beginning at 12 noon, and I will be out at Craft and Draft. If you're coming to the game, hope to hope to see you. Hope you can swing by. Raj, let me know next time you're coming out to a game, man. After making that long drive, it breaks my heart I was unable to meet you. Unless you were going to throw a drink in my face, and then I'm glad I dodged it. Royals win four to nothing. Thanks to the whole group back there at Isaac and John and Blake. Nice job. You've been listening to Vern's post game show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did. Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seventh strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.